I'm grateful to Paul and to Barry and Jackie for bringing to us uh, the Bible readings for this morning. The scripture is actually about God bringing an end to a long and challenging journey. You see where I'm coming from, don't you? And then he sets his people off on a new road. It's a message about obedience and about the fact that true reliance on God's Holy Spirit will bring us through every wilderness experience. There are some big themes in this second chapter of Deuteronomy, so we're going to delve into that first before we come to look more at the baptism of Jesus. Now, let's, let's get our memories right here. The, the people of Israel had been wandering around in the wilderness for 38 years. Now, I read this and I ask myself, in 38 years, did nobody have the insight or the gumption to actually say, whatever are we doing? Haven't we walked this road before? Or should we perhaps try another direction? In those days, of course, 38 years was a lot more, much, much more than half a lifetime. 38 years wandering and murmuring, 38 years of complaining, yeah. And I look at this and at first I think, what did they achieve? But then you see, I realise that this is scripture. It's scripture and it's all part of God's bigger story and that every experience teaches something for new generations to learn and grow from. So let's learn something new from this old story, because you're never too old to learn, are you? Deuteronomy chapter 2, verses 2 and 3 say this. Then at last the Lord said to me, You have been wandering around in this hill country for long enough. Turn to the north. Now that's a New Living Translation. I kind of prefer the authorised version. And this is what the authorised version says. You have been journeying around this mountain for long enough. This is a great scripture for the brand new year, folks. Let's go with that. Journeying around the mountain. What does this say to us at the beginning of 2021? Well, a hundred different preachers will take this a hundred different ways. But I want to say to you, and I want to ask you a question straight off. What does the mountain represent for you? Which mountain have you been wandering around for years on end, or at least what feels like many years on end? Wandering around the same old issues, wandering around the same old agendas, the same old thinking, the same old ideas, the same old prejudices, and sometimes even the same old emotional chaos, things you cannot let go. Sometimes you might have ventured a little bit further away from the mountain. But something about it always draws you back in and you get sucked into those old habits time and again, time after time, in and out, up and down, back and forth. You can't escape because you fear what you might lose and you don't have enough faith to trust the road that's going to take you, that path that's going to take you into the future. You can't let go. Yet God said to the people of Israel, and maybe he says to you right at the start of a new year, 
You've been on this journey long enough. Stop and change direction. You can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. It's madness. It was Einstein who actually said that. The world changes week by week and year by year and no more do we know that than this last few years. But 38 years. Can you remember where you were 38 years ago? I can. 38 years ago, we were in the first year of our very first appointment as Salvation Army officers in a little pit village in County Durham at a little corps called Sacristan. A very happy appointment. And the corps is still going well, I understand. But if we had not grown in our understanding of God, if we had not grown in our understanding of the methods of doing his mission in all this 38 years, if we had wandered around the same pit mountain all these years, you'd be despairing of us as your core officers. We would be stale and outdated, not relevant to the day. You'd have seen shops or carpet warehouses that were once churches or Salvation Army halls. Sometimes the reason for that is that people have wandered around the same old mountain for years on end, not believing in a promised land beyond. That's not great for future generations, is it? Jesus didn't die on a cross that we might be comfortable around the same old issues and methodologies and mindsets and traditions with a mistaken belief that their church will grow again, even though there's no change. It isn't going to happen. That was not the way of Jesus. Jesus died on the cross that we might have life and have it most abundantly. And he kind of foretells that in his baptism. His way was by Holy Spirit freedom seen in that physical baptism. So for you and me, 2021 can be the year of abundant life if you want it. There are many elements in the baptism story that speak to us here. John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness. He preached and baptised. He preached a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Now you know that to repent means to change direction. To repent means you turn your life around and you go in a different way. And as you do that, you confess your sins to God so that he might cleanse you and give you a new life. And that message resonated with people and they began to flock to John. They needed new direction. They needed a new inner life. They needed a new hope. And into this clamour walks the greatest example of newness, of God's new plan for every life. The Son of God comes and he says to a reluctant John, baptise me. So Christ identifies with us. He becomes our example. Jesus, the sinless one, the one who doesn't need to go a new way because he is the new way. He is the new way. Yet he requested a baptism of repentance. He's baptised not because he needed to repent, but he needed to identify with you and me. And his desire is for his church to live as people of a renewed and a certain, a true identity. A new journey we take, 
not fearful of the past, the present or the future, but like those in John's day, willing, anxious, desiring for a new way forward, whatever the cost might be. And Jesus told so many stories about the new way, about new direction, about newness. And the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, of course, couldn't accept it. They could not leave the mountains of habits, of rules, of regulations and walk the new road with Jesus. But after they had seen Jesus, even the Magi, the wise men, took a brand new road into the future. And so my fellow spirit-filled followers of Jesus, and I believe that you are, I pray that in 2021 we will more fully comprise an anointed people. We will fully comprise an anointed people. As we heard from our territorial leaders last Sunday, a covenanted people, making new promises, walking the way of the new covenant, baptised and anointed. People who participate with God in his work of redemption and continual renewal. We've been called to be incarnational. This is creative. This is spirit initiated. We've been called to identify with the world in all of its wonder and all its extreme messiness. Because that is who God has called us to be, particularly those of us here in central London in this core of Regent Hall. And one of the most moving aspects of our core here is the number of people who feel that they are called to this particular city centre ministry. And to you I say thank you. And to you I say let's not keep walking around the same old mountain. If this core is your calling then you have to obey the God of newness who has called you. The God who initiated his son Jesus Christ in a teenage girl, in a little village, in a back street, in the Middle East. Wow, if that isn't mind-blowing newness, I don't know what is. The effect of that circumstance on the world over 2,000 years has been even more unparalleled than anything. So if this core is your calling, then obey him who has called you. You can be sure, as scripture highlights, he hasn't called you to wander around the same old mountains for the next couple of generations. If we do that, there'll be nothing left but maybe another shop on Oxford Street. We don't want that. He has called you to receive his Holy Spirit's baptism and to go the new way, hand in hand, with him. I pray that that might be your experience. I pray that you might take that and believe that for yourself in this brand new year. He will be our supreme guide. We will walk with him. By his Holy Spirit, I pray his blessing on you. Amen. Amen.